We are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Key, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays, new Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays, and then we're here on a Thursday here to talk about this week's releases. So uh, we've read a bunch, and uh, who are we? Well, I'm host Demetra Pereira, and uh, today we uh, did have two guests planned, um, but one had uh, some difficulties, so we got uh, guest extraordinaire Michael Mead here to hold down the fort. Michael, how are you doing today? Sir, I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me on. As always, I really always appreciate it. Uh, you, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're one of the best, man. Oh, you really, really oh, are. Well, thank you. Uh, you try. You, I, I. It's also it's always interesting though yeah. when I say that to my guests of Comic Talk because there's there's a good amount of us, but yeah. like I, I, I rotate through everybody. Um, so everybody is great, of course. You have, of you have course. an amazing crew that comes on. Like I have not had a single complaint about anyone you've ever brought on. They're all great people, actually, and extremely informative, which I love too. Not only are they entertaining, but their knowledge base is vastly like amazing. Like it's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only the best for comic talk. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, so. I, I can't say that like I dislike anyone, um, but That's good. Uh, <laughs> That's good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> If I disliked them, I wouldn't have them. You would on think, the show. right? You would th- Maybe you just want like this, like crazy, uh, uh, other side opinion, right? You're like, let's put someone on that wants to do like devil's advocate over here or something. I don't know. Oh, Maybe, I would hey, hate that. Was, that. I would I know. Hate that. I would too. I don't know. I'm trying to help out here, I guess. But yes, all your guests have been great. All of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, they've been they've been awesome. So uh, you, though, on the other hand. Uh, uh, I feel like I, I get to see you once a month and it's mm-hmm. always a pleasure to have you. So thank you so much, uh, for coming on. Um, right now, if there are any technical difficulties for anyone out there, you should be able to hear our audio pretty clearly. Uh, the video is the thing that kind of drops in and out, uh, at least lately still trying to figure out how that works. Um, um, is it so much to ask for a 30 frames per second frame rate? Is it really no, that hard? That's basic stuff. That's basic stuff. But, um, you know, uh, sometimes the internet doesn't want to internet, you know, uh, <laughs> as, as that happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do they have fiber optics in your area? Like fiber, uh, fiber, whatever? Yeah. Of course, never where I want to live or can afford to yeah. live. But yes, they do have it. I had it when I was down in LA. I had uh, Google Fiber. I was in one of the rare places oh, okay. that had, had Google Fiber, which was amazing. And now I have like yeah. this higher standard than normal than I used to have. And now everything's just garbage compared. Uh, but yes, it's been great. <laughs> um, I live in Fullerton and I yeah. was looking up the map for fiber, whatever. Uh, and I was in Irvine. Uh, I was in Irvine. Oh, Irvine has it, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 They, they yeah. 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 Um, but, but Fullerton only has it in certain spots and there's a map of Fullerton where they're like, okay, we're going to get this by this season, this by this season, mm-hmm. and then finally all of Fullerton by the end of 2022. And guess which side of Fullerton is the end of 2022? Weird. Let me take a wild guess. It's my where side. You live? Yeah. It's my side. <laughs> so it's like, I, okay, yeah, great. I, I would love, I would love to get a fiber internet connection. Um, uh, and right now, just like in my diet, I'm lacking in fiber. There you go. Hey, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to fix it. That's, but that's it, how to do it, man. It's it's tough. There's no Metamucil for uh, 
for, for your for internet, the internet Yeah, right I now, feel that. You know? I, I, so, very, very similar, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I always had bottom tier internet for my entire life. Then I moved down to uh, SoCal and uh, got into that area randomly. I didn't even know that. And now I got super excited. And now I have this like top tier experience. And now I have, this is what I expect now. And now yeah. everything else is just terrible. So. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. But I, it makes me wonder like how businesses that deal with streaming can be so stable. And if, do you just pay a bunch of money just to have like better tiered stuff? I would assume so. Yeah. So if, if it's like your profession, I think you go out of your way to, to, and to do that. I, think I wish. To. I think you have to. Uh, yeah. I got to figure out how to, how to get someone just to pay for my internet. I yeah, think that's yeah, just, what it just is. sponsor it's my like, internet here. <laughs> I mean, I, there has to be a way, right? There like, has to. No, I completely agree. Like, that's not asking too much. Like, help sponsor this internet so I can put out some amazing content. You don't even have to sponsor me. Just my internet. <laughs> can you remind me about this, Michael? Because maybe I just came up with this idea. Maybe I need to do that. I need to create a whatever and just have it be like, well, it's the Keeg's internet. Like, yeah, totally. You, you should. If you can sponsor I mean, it, then <laughs> this is the Keeg know. show. Yeah, literally brought to you by. by I mean, for the amount of shows that we do, like I'm pretty sure people would want to just chip in five bucks here or there and like pay for a higher quality internet for higher quality shows. Yeah, seamless Um, stream. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, of course. But what we're lacking in quality of internet, we're making up for in in quality of guests. Um, I uh, obviously read comics. You read comics. Let's talk about this week's releases. Yes, let's do it. Um, a lot of good books came out this week, and I can't show the covers on the live stream uh, this week. Uh, but uh, a lot of good books came out this week. We're Ooh, talking in- Inferno number three, is mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Three, uh, we're yeah. talking Dark Knights of Steel number two. Tom Taylor. Uh, we're talking Fantastic Four Life Story number five. Uh, there's a lot of good books that came out this week, whether it's DC, whether it's Marvel, whether it's indie comics, and um. We're going to get down to the nitty gritty and it's just you and I. So we're going to get way more nitty and way more gritty with our, this with is, our, this is a dream come yeah. true, man. Dream come yeah. true. Let's just, just a it. one-on-one. Um, <laughs> now, uh, before I, before I get to, uh, this week's comics, I want to know what your, uh, your Christmas wish, what your holiday wish would be as far as comic books. Uh, it doesn't have to be what you would like from Santa Claus. Sure. But rather a Christmas wish. Now, does it have to? Now, let me get some. It could be here. anything. Anything related to comics, a, or does it have to be comic? Anything book? related to comics. Uh, okay. was, uh, your your Christmas wish could be that uh, Superboy and uh, like not uh, like Connor Kent and Tim Drake become a couple. Like some, that's some people's I, wishes. That's not my I, wish, but that's some people's wishes. And that's I, fine. I I have okay. I have one of the broader ones, and I don't know if this was in the spirit of what you were going for. So if it's not, I have one that I'm I'm confident. In, okay, so okay. Just let me know. Okay, you got two. So, you got two in the chamber. In the my holster? big broad what one. Is? My big broad one, which I yeah. I think is still part of what what you're saying. I would okay. like. I was just talking to a, a mutual on TikTok the other day about this. Um, going uh, back and forth with them, and they they keep not being able to find a good comic store in the area, and the closest one was only like a half hour away, and. The, the people that worked there are just terrible and kept trying to talk her out of, you know, different comics that she really wanted to do. And I was like, uh-huh. that's gross. I don't like that at all. Like you need a better comic store, like right around the corner. So yeah. my gift to the world would be to make a really cool comic store around the corner from, from, from your house. That would be my Christmas gift. I would love to see, but 
From whose house? Anyone's house. Oh, oh, like ev- like there would be a comic book store in every community. Yeah, that you want to go to. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, yeah, not not the. We're still making that list of yes, of, yes. of of uh, uh, safe and acceptable comic book stores that that's we know exactly and that we can vouch for. Yeah, uh, but that's almost like asking for world peace, Michael. Like, I know that's what I was saying. I have another one. I have another. <laughs> I mean, they, one. And that's a good one. And, and I thought so because. I mean, it was going along with like I was just like I said I was just having this big conversation with her and like yeah. I I literally go to like all these comics whenever I go somewhere I literally go to at least like two or three stores if in the area and more times than not they're not that great and so it, yeah. it it really frustrates me and so that's that's a big thing that I would love to because I kept saying to her I was like I would put a comic store right next to your house I promise and it would be amazing I promise you um but uh so that would be my big one but yes if we're gonna go comic related all right let's tone it down a little bit let's get a little selfish okay. here. Um, okay. I guess I would, you're, you're getting two Christmas wishes. So that's, I guess so. That's I you. guess. Yeah. All right. That's what it is. Um, yeah. one or the other, no, I don't have to have two pick one. Um, so here, here, here we go. Uh, I don't know. I would love to have a, uh, Nightwing Starfire, Barbara Gordon story, like all three of them mm-hmm. that didn't really simp so much over Nightwing. Like if it was more well-balanced, I would okay. love a more well-balanced, like, story between the three of them usually it's like nightwing and barbara or nightwing and starfire and none of them really mix too often but i'd love yeah. an overlap and see what that dynamic would be in like uh-huh. a more balanced and healthy less toxic environment i think that'd be fun okay okay uh that would be my wish you because you recently did a tiktok because you, you you do great tiktoks uh you, you did a tiktok about starfire and barbara but not including nightwing right kind of like well he was more like the friend like he yeah. ended up being more of like the the cool dude that they hang out with every once in a while, you know. Right. Like, I think that would be fun, but um, that's more of like a personal headcanon, I guess. I don't know. I just like those two characters. I think they're really yeah awesome, strong, big, awesome female characters that yeah. I think too much are tied to Dick Grayson, and this is right. from like the biggest Dick Grayson fan of here. Like they're tied too much to him, you yeah. know. Like they have their own really strong identities that just need to be pushed forward into like the limelight and the the prestige and upfront. So yeah. I think that'd be really fun. Have we ever seen them team up? Like Not in a world's me. finest sort of way? Because that they've would be inter- kind of the interacted, dynamic, right? But they've never teamed up and battled, yeah. to my knowledge. I don't know. Yeah. I hope if, um, if, if someone can, if someone knows, let me know. I'd love to read that. But I know they've interacted. Like one of my, one of the ones that come off the top of my head, the, the Nightwing annual issue too, like was showing like Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon's like life together. And she like interacts with Corey every once in a while, but just like in passing, yeah. never like yeah. actually teaming up together. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. Um, I think, I mean, it would be cool to see them team up and it, it would be like a world's finest dynamic. Right? I think so too. Yeah. That, that, um, that's probably what it would be like. And yeah. it's almost like those characters fail the Bechdel test oh on their God. own by would, linking their identities to Nightwing. Right. It would be exactly. Yes, exactly. It would be exactly like a world's finest, like original world's finest because the original yeah. world's finest had Batman Superman, but then also, Dick Grayson Robin was there a lot too. Mm. And so like it would literally be like a a original like golden silver age world's finest. It would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I think I'm gonna piggyback a little bit off of this, but I'm gonna expand on it. I guess Please. my my Christmas wish, my holiday wish, I'm uh not yeah. Yeah, when it gets when it gets past Christmas, I'm gonna do New Year's resolutions. So that's a Ooh, whole different thing. That's a whole different one. Um but uh, Christmas wish would be I would love for a for an all female DC title. Now, 
I'm stating it like that because I know that Birds of Prey used to exist. But Birds of Prey also used to be like a a a on the street, like street level female heroes, right? Um, and I would sure, love for yeah. Birds of Prey to come back. I would. Me too. Um, me too. But also, like, I would love A Force to come back in Marvel, and I would love for DC ha- to have their own all female, wide variety of powers title. Sure. Because sure. they could do it. Like we've seen on Young Justice. There's that episode where all the girls are hanging out and mm-hmm. like they're fighting crime together. And like, why wouldn't they all hang out? All the yeah. female heroes could hang out just as likely as like an all male group. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I would love that. Even for example, your, your birds of prey example, which is a perfect one. Like even that, like wasn't about just being, Oh, we're all female. So of course we're on a team. No, it just made sense for those individual characters to be together. Cause even in right. later, Birds of Prey issues, like, there was dudes on the team. Hawk was on the team, like, for a little bit. That's and right. So, like, so, like, and Savant, right? Yeah, exactly. It was, I, Blue Beetle was a very prominent guest. Not, uh, Ted, Ted Cord was in the, like, yeah. in, in the original one. Was a yeah. frequent guest uh, helper, team-up guy all the time. So it wasn't really necessarily even be like, we're all women, we should be the other, which you can definitely do. But I loved it more because, like, just the team itself made sense. Like yeah. together, they worked together, they interacted together so much, and they were, they became a family themselves, which I loved. Yeah. Who would you who would you put on well, okay, would you rather have a birds of prey a, just a new birds of prey title, or would you rather have like an all-encompassing, all-female kind of um justice title, let's just say. Sure. I mean if if, if they can if they can do it, you know, like I would, I would love that. I would love first off a Birds of Prey. Like literally one of my favorite comic books of all time was the original Birds of Prey, even like the later yeah. ones. Um, I love that series. I think it's extremely underrated. Uh, oh yeah. And, and it's, it's already praised quite a bit for, especially with the, the Gail Simone run part of it. But like, yeah, that I would love having like a justice league focus like that. I think that would yeah. be amazing. I would love to see, 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 see something like that. Um, but unfortunately, there's not too many, like, big galaxies, like, that could take on a big, like, universe threat, um, female characters that would fell out of Justice League yet. I, so we need more. We need to either, like, yeah. level some up or make some new ones, like, to, to yeah. really fill out that team really well. I think that would be phenomenal. Um, right. There's some amazing ones, for sure. Like, was it um, Vixen was on the team for a while, pre, pre-52, Vixen, Dr. Right. Light, you know, like, so... Um, uh, there's some amazing ones. And Zatanna, yeah. of course, and Wonder Woman. Um, right. I mean, uh, I mean, you can literally get, like, Oracle. You can get... Um, you can. You, you and now get, she's, I now love that she's, she's, like, she's more prominently being Oracle now. Yeah. Um, which I think Barbara Gordon's more taking a role. Like, now she'll, like, be, like, a backup bad girl, which I think works amazingly. I think that's really, really cool. Um, yeah. But, yeah, now that she's more Oracle-centered, I think you can be, make her be, like, this, like, the team strategist and organizer and keeping everyone in contact with each other. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, think about the lineup. Zatanna, uh, Hawk Girl, or does she go by Hawk Woman now? Is she still well, Hawk there Girl? There is Hawk Girl and there's Hawk Woman. Okay. Which one's the, on the one character. on the Justice League right now? Hawk Girl. Hawk Girl. So, I mean, Shire, we're talking yeah. Hawk Girl. Yeah, Shaira Hall. Yeah. Uh, we're talking uh, Hawk Girl, Wonder Woman, Zatanna, Supergirl, uh, Starfire. Let's... Why don't we graduate, like, just uh, promote Starfire to the big leagues, you know? I agree. Like, they kind of did that with the, the uh, James Robinson Justice League of America before the New 52 happened. Yeah. Uh, where yeah. Dick Grayson was the Batman. The Wonder Woman was Donna Troy. Like, 
Starfire was on the team. Like their yeah. their Flash was Jesse Quick. You know, like yeah, yeah. Their their right. team was very prominently women on that. That is a right. team, and it worked very well actually. Yeah, let's get Natasha Irons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, Vixen. She's, she's now away off planet at the moment with, with Superman, but yes, I like her a lot. Vixen, oh, because she's on the Authority. Yeah, she's and she, yeah. she she's she's with the Authority. Um, yeah. But I, they keep I don't know what they keep doing with her. Like she was on the Titans for a minute. Um, now she's always yeah. on authority and she works on all these teams. Like you can tell that she, she's ready to like take the prominent life. She, she fits yeah. so well with so many different characters. Yeah. And so I don't know why they don't use her more, but, but yes, the I think yeah, this prominent is amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's the only thing that I dislike about current Natasha irons. Cause I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I love steel and I love sure. her as well. And I have toys. I have literally have one toy of each. <laughs> uh, I have the Natasha irons, uh, uh, in its package from the Superman, Batman, Public Enemies toy line. I have that. And then I have the old 90s steel that had the red cape and like yeah. the hammer and whatever. Um, and I love them both. Uh, but I hate Natasha Iron's new uh, head tentacle. It's not new. Oh, it's sure. probably been the last 15 years. Yeah, but I don't like... Uh, I don't like the head tentacle. Do you like her like huge oversized hammer? That she has now, what? Uh, oh, that like in the comics, especially from the, like, yeah, from the, from Titans, she had this like huge oversized hammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. As well? Uh, not really, <laughs> not really. I like I like the classic hammer, like, that the big, had, like, like, a, like a little bigger sledgehammer, like yeah, that would have yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but now now talking it through, my original statement of like there there's, isn't enough. I can I am completely wrong. Now that we're talking it out, there's plenty of them. There's plenty of yeah. like galaxy defending female right. characters actually in DC. Like, yeah, no, that would be phenomenal. There should be a female led Justice League. Right. And then put put fire and ice on there. Sure, like give them good. some like spotlight because mm-hmm. uh the, the fire fire and starfire being on the same team would be kind of funny. It would be a little funny, yeah. Because one is clearly more powerful than the other. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I got yeah. it. No, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, go for but it. But it has to be female written, by the way. This title I should be female written. I completely agree. Um, That'd be fun. But you know, drawn too. There's some amazing f- female artists out there too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so that's my 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 Christmas wish uh, for that. I think um, we'll see. We'll see. I read that. Yeah, I think DC has a lot more titles they could be doing, and so my general mm-hmm. wish is that I need more titles. But I get it; they're playing it safe. They definitely are playing it safe. Like, uh, that, that's t- that's the typical DC strategy. DC Marvel always throws out stuff, and because they rely very heavily, because people will um, buy Marvel just because it's Marvel. So they they'll yeah. like, here's this and here's this and here's this, and yeah. people will just buy it no, and and no problem. DC, I think, in my opinion, usually takes bigger risks on things, um, but doesn't stick with them. They'll yeah. they'll change some stuff and then get scared and then pull it back and it just ends up being terrible. And so yeah. Like, DC, I think, takes the bigger risks, but they don't go with them for long enough to right. make it work. Marvel's right. just like, here's here's Marvel, here's Marvel, which is great. Right. I, I don't get me wrong, half my books are Marvel, so I'm right. not trying to hate on Marvel here, but that's typically yeah. what I've seen, at least working in the comic industry, comic re- yeah. re- re- retail industry. Yeah, uh, and trade paperback sales have gone up over time. Yes, they have. Uh, and and uh, it's either you or Albert on his TikTok uh, that we're talking about how there's there's three types of sales: trade paperbacks, it, uh, print issues, and digital. Right? 
I would also put in the secondary market as a fourth one. Uh, What's that the was, secondary I, market? He's he uh, secondary market is like use so like like bank issues or oh um, okay stuff like that because that's not that's not tracked uh, at all by 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 anything. So yeah, the, yeah. I saw that video that and that was those were some cool numbers, but you got to take into account like as, especially now that there's so many other distributors as well. The, the site that he was getting his numbers from only take from Diamond Comics distributors, okay. new sales. So there's new okay. comics being ordered from there. So it's new single issues and new trade paperbacks. Mm. But there's a whole secondary market of older comics, older trade paperbacks, yeah. merchandise that doesn't get tracked by that stuff. And okay. so it's actually huge. The market, the comic market is huge. It's like yeah. over like billions of dollars of industry. Um, yeah. Even though some people are like, oh, there's not, you know, new comics. Sure, the trend might be going down a little bit, but trades are skyrocketing. Older comics are skyrocketing. So, like, are they? Yeah, older comics, sure, for sure. Oh. Like the pricing okay. on everything just keeps going up and up and up and up because uh, people. In a speculative sort of way, in a spec market, or in a actual consumer way. Um, I think it's a lot of both to be honest with you okay they're like the higher end books so it's like anything golden age and then like marvel silver age and dc silver age keys and stuff like that those yeah. of course are always a speculation market but it's not just speculators that are buying those books collectors right. keep getting those books like and that's right. intense drives drives the market more and more and more so bank yeah. issues i think are also holding up the, like the combo store and the comic book market as well yeah so that's that's a big thing as well plus huh. all, the, all the other distributor numbers yeah, our, our thing now because DC has a, DC has their own, Marvel now has their own, a lot of indies have their own. So, yeah, there's there's a there's a bunch of different markets out there for sure. Uh, this conversation, I'm mean, we'll get past this, but it also reminds <laughs> me of another series that I want to do with the Keeg. Uh, and right now, I mean, maybe this is the first. I'm just throwing this out there. I don't even know how many listeners or viewers we have that's gonna uh, t- uh, listen to this, but. Uh, I kind of do. I want to do another another comic book related show called like Comic State or something, mm-hmm. where it's uh, just different topics each each time. Um, sure. And I think there's enough to talk about. Like even oh, like totally. this, this this show is all about staying current with comics. But if we want to talk about like comic sales or or comic adaptations, just like the concepts of comic adaptations and stuff. I think that we might be able to do that on a on a regular basis, maybe or like a biweekly basis. Yeah, uh, fun. There's so much. There's so many. First off, uh, opinion yeah. pieces, and then you can just run straight numbers about what's what's what stuff's being written and sold and bought, and what people are enjoying yeah. on that aspect. So yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, the question for this week's comics, though, is yes. new stuff. What's your pick? What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week has to be Batman 118. Not gonna lie. Was it really good? I wanted to get to it because it's a new start after Fear yes. State, right? Correct. It's you. If anyone's been looking to jump into Batman, now is the time. Issue one eighteen. Yeah. Brand yeah. new creative team. Josh Williamson takes over the writing. Like it just blew my mind. Maybe I was like literally like throwing like not like trying to not get overexcited about it. Um, yeah. And so I wasn't giving enough credit. But as soon as I read it, I am so hooked. There's so much more, and it's not what you think of. Um, going into a, a Batman story. It's a lot more detective feel to it, which I like. Uh, they're bringing okay. back Batman Incorporated, which I think is really, really cool in such a cool way. Yeah. And the ending just blew my mind. So it's okay. really cool. I, 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 I wanted to read it because I had stopped. Okay, so when Infinite Frontier started, I was trying mm-hmm. to read everything because everything was a fresh new start. And yeah. it was the continuity, roughly, 
that I had grown up with, right? Like it's sure. it's the combination of things and seeing these characters come back and and you know Cassandra Kane is back and Tim Drake is back and great, awesome. Uh, but then Batman went into fear state, and I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of Scarecrow. Sure. Scarecrow might be my least favorite Batman villain. Your least favorite Batman villain. Oh, okay. Mostly because I hate, I hate the idea of these things aren't real. We're going to face our fears, but these fears are a hallucination. So it becomes yeah. this whole like hallucination thing. And I like, think, I don't I know, it's a they, one trick pony. Is it? Is it just me? No, no, I, I completely agree with you. Actually, I think they missed their mark pre-52 during Blackest Night um, uh-huh. and Brightest Day when he got a yellow lantern. I uh-huh. uh, lantern ring. I think they missed the mark a little bit there where they should have taken him outside of Goth. I completely agree with you. Where mm. he never really sets up anything crazy. I mean, he, yeah. he did he did in Fear State. Like he he capitalized on what the Joker started with the fear in the city and then just went with it and yeah. got people even more. Oh, after scared. Joker War? After Joker War, yeah. Yeah. Um but I think I I've I like what we were going with this and I completely agree. If they give if they actually gave him a yellow lantern ring and made him more powerful. I think that would have been terrifying because then they're real. They're constructs. They can, they can affect you. They can touch you. They can, they right. can hurt you. So like, right. I think that would have been really, really cool. Right. They kind of backtracked on that. It they would did. be, yeah, they took it, it would be cool to see, but the problem is how do you stop him from being too OP? Oh, he would. No, he's, he straight up would. He would just probably like, I would, I would have written him that he's like, this is, I, you know, I need. I, there's now a universe that I can scare. I'm going to go out into the universe and scare everybody. And he just Ooh, maybe maybe okay. a fight between him and Sinestro, who's actually the king of fear. You know, like who can actually right. do it. So like, right? That would that would be fun. I think that that's what I'm saying. I think Batman. He's done with Batman. I think he can he can branch out. Okay, interesting. Also, the fact is like Titan season three had to deal with Scarecrow, oh, yeah. and like yeah. I was tired of that. So I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't want on oh, multiple fronts. All right. So you're saying like, this one's a good jumping in point for 100%. Yep, you don't need Batman to know anything out of, there. I'm sorry. For Batman fans that want to find an easy point to jump in, Batman 118 is that? It definitely is. You don't need to know anything going from the past. Um it really rehashes some some stuff with the with the Batman Incorporated, but it it's uh-huh. really good on in, introducing what that is to new readers. Uh-huh. Um and then the story is brand new. Like it, it really kind of doesn't bounce off from what happened in in uh, Joker War or in Fear State, it's really uh-huh. it's it's a, it's a brand new story. It's so this is the time if you're looking to jump in for Batman. All right, all right. Um, I I need to read it. It was on my list. It was, of things it's yeah, it blew my mind. Blew my, mind. Uh, my pick of the week is oh, and this one's a tough one. There were so many good titles. It was a good week. It was a good week. I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what the what the all the nominees for my pick of the week are, and I won't cool. talk about them specifically. I'll I'll pick one, and then we can get back to it. Okay. So one of my nominees is Batman eighty nine number four. Uh, Ooh, one of my nominees yeah. is Dark Knights of Steel number two. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my nominees, I'm looking through my list right now, uh, is Inferno number three. Uh, and and then Devil's Reign number one. Yes, I would love. I can't wait to talk about Devil's Reign. Yeah, uh, so those are my four nominees. I think I gotta pick uh, Batman eighty nine number four because Please, I have yes. loved. I have loved that series it's since so since it started. I it's think it so got fun. way better in issue number two. Like mm-hmm. issue number one was kind of just set in like, oh yeah, this is Tim Burton's world. 
Uh, For anyone out there who doesn't know what we're talking about, there's this new line of comics that's five issues in. It's a five, it's a six mini uh, issue miniseries based off the events of Batman 89, the Michael Keaton movie and Batman returns the Michael Keaton movie. And this is a, almost a third movie forgetting about Batman forever, Batman and Robin, like those don't exist. This is almost like the third, the, the, the threequel that should have existed in comic book form. Um, Especially with, with their version of Robin, with their version of Robin, yes. Yeah. So we see that we see the that version of Robin, which is not Chris O'Donnell. We see uh, Billy D. Williams' version of Harvey Dent and his fall into Two Face. Uh, we, I mean, you know, spoiler or is it? Do we see Catwoman or do we not? Who knows? Maybe Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman makes an appearance, but like this definitely is. She definitely made an appearance on my favorite cover of the week, which was Batman 89, the variant for it, the Babstar variant. I love oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. cover. So, yeah, yeah, she's definitely made an appearance on that cover for sure. Right, right. So, uh, and part of this, like, this whole show is a bunch of spoilers for this week's comics. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess, spoiler alert, yeah, she's been appearing since, like, issue two or whatever. But yeah. the point, um, and, and even more so in this issue. And uh, I'm loving it because... Have we talked about Batman 89 before? Like this, uh, I don't think with me. You, you, we probably did on the show, but yeah. I'm on the show, with, yeah. Me, yeah. Uh, they didn't have to go as hard as they did. They didn't have to tackle class problems <laughs> and race problems in Gotham, but oh they are. Gosh. They didn't have to do all that, but like... That's what I'm living for. Like, why not? Yeah, why not though? Yeah. Like, they, 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 of course, no, no, no comic book has to. Like, should you be right. doing that in like a My Little Pony book? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Even then, I don't like. Yeah, I think it were if if you have a really talented writer, like this book, in my opinion, isn't anything too crazy. It's not going to change the Batman lore game um, mm-hmm. or anything like. But it's extremely entertaining. It's yeah. a really fun book to read. And yes, yeah. they did go really hard on it. And it, yeah. it doesn't bother me at all. It's really cool. Right. Uh, it's it's like they didn't have to do it, but they did. And mm-hmm. what I've said before is they're doing things that Tim Burton would never have tackled. Oh, yeah. Because likely, yeah. Tim Burton uh, has legitimately said black people don't fit his aesthetic. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, like he just doesn't have, and, and people are like, your aesthetic is dead. Like black people don't die. Like, it's, you know yeah, what I mean? It doesn't like, make sense. I, I, it doesn't I make didn't sense. even try to make, unpack that. I was just, okay, well. Okay. Anyways. Um, what? Yeah. So he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have tackled this subject matter in a third movie had he no, had done no. the third Batman movie. But like the, the comic is. And they're dealing with race and class relations in Gotham. Uh, they're dealing with Billy D. Williams, again, being a black Harvey Dent and how that would differ. Like how, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, Robin, too. Robin, I mean, Robin they, too. Yeah. They were, they were originally going to use um, the Marlon Wayans. Yeah, Wayans. Yeah. yeah. And to, yeah. to be uh, Robin in there. So, yeah, it's really, really cool. Right, and so it's nice to see that reminiscent of that. They, they do mention, like, Cobblepot in this issue, but they don't show them. And we do see a little bit more of Selena Kyle coming back. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of Barbara Gordon and they're finally doing commissioner Gordon, right? Cause commissioner yeah. Gordon was barely utilized in any in of movie, those movies. In those movies. Yeah. yeah. It was just, he was just like a bumbling idiot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Throughout yeah. All, all four of them, you know, until the Nolan stuff, he was just a bumbling idiot. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
<laughs> that just reminds me of the random guy. I think it's in Schumacher's Batman. It's the always the same guy who goes, it's Batman. And he yeah. points. Like, <laughs> I think he's in both of those Schumacher movies. Um, all, every citizen. Yeah. Every citizen of Gotham in those Schumacher movies deserves what's coming to him. Oh, <laughs> like, no, for sure. They're all they're terrible just, people. <laughs> like, yes. Hundred percent, and they know yeah. it too. They're like, ah, it's yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. <get> it. <laughs> uh, so, Batman '89 is 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 my pick of the week. And Good I think choice. It's, yeah. it's, uh, we're, we both picked Batman titles for our picks of the week. I don't know That's what good. Albert's pick would have been, but uh, you know, I know maybe I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah, Next yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time. Um, so, as far as uh, uh, other comics that you read, was there a really bad comic that you read this week? Um, a bad one. Uh, I have a guilty pleasure one that I don't think a lot of people would enjoy, but okay. Know, okay. Um, the Archie Holiday Magic one. I, I just love okay. Archie, and it's nothing. Yeah. It's really, it's a really bad book, but I love love it. It's because I love Archie, and it's about him having this like really weird fever dream about life yeah. with either Veronica or or Betty during the. He's always season. having those fever dreams. He is. He needs to like, <laughs> freaking choose for crying out loud. Yeah. On. Stop having those fever dreams. Living real life. But Come on. But the, but really, if I'm being critical about it, yeah, it's, it's yeah. terribly written. The art isn't that great. And but it's a, it's a nostalgic. Kind it's a nostalgic of, thing right? for me. I like it. I yeah. collect all I collect all bunch of Archie and Betty Veronica stuff. Oh, okay. Really, really, really fun for me. But yes, it's probably a really yeah. bad comic. Yes. Yeah. I don't know whether you know this, but like I grew up on not DC and Marvel comics. Um, oh no, I didn't know. Uh, uh, because my dad, because I mean, when you're really young, you just like, it's what your parents either allow you to read or what they read. And then they pass down to you. And my dad grew up on Archie comics. He grew oh, nice. up on, on Tintin yes, and he Tintin. grew up on Asterix comics. I don't know if you know nice. Asterix. Of course, Asterix. Yes. Those, is, is, I mean, those are very big, like European comics. Is, is your yeah. dad European? Yeah. No, oh. no uh, well, oh. yeah, uh, no, but, uh, European comics are big in Sri Lanka. Right. Oh, are they? Okay. And cool. so, yeah. And like, and, and even as a kid, when we would travel to Sri Lanka, like every other summer, uh, we would stop in like Thailand or whatever. And there's like big, like swap meets of like stacks of Archie comics. And oh, it's nice. just like, okay, you just buy a bunch. I didn't and, know like, about I Archie. I get to take them on my trip. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I didn't know this. Archie was crazy popular, but I know with my travels over or in Europe, Asterix yeah. and Tintin are like huge. Like, oh, yeah. Like yeah. ridiculously big. Like there's, yeah. there's so many people over here that don't know either one of them. Like especially yeah. Asterix, but like especially over there, Asterix, it's just yeah. like a common thing. Like oh yeah, Asterix right. and Yeah, it's cool. The the craziest thing about Asterix is it's it's released in so many different languages, mm-hmm. but a lot of the jokes because it's a comedic comic. Oh yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's meant to be. A lot humorous. of the jokes they're all translate. Like the puns have to be translated in those comics. And they get actual like comedic writers or whatever to translate the puns because puns don't work when you translate them. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're, they're like, some are cultural based, some are regional based, right? So yeah. if you only grew up here, you wouldn't understand this, but no one else will. So yes, right. exactly. You kind of have to, but that's good writing and good planning. Like, especially right. for those companies are like, okay, we want people to enjoy these and this is supposed to be funny. Not yeah. everyone's going to laugh at these if they don't get it. So let's make sure everyone gets it. So yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting, but Asterix is pretty cool, but I grew up on those. And good. so, uh, uh, and that's then good, obviously I grew stuff, up, though. yeah, I grew up reading that. And then I watched Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, X-Men. All the, the 90s, 90s stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's where I was getting my, my superhero stuff. But as far as like reading print comics, it was that stuff. And oh, so, 
uh, I forget where I was coming from this. Oh, Archie. Yeah, I have yeah, some Archie, Archie. <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, and and I get that. Uh, that's why, like, I was watching Riverdale a couple years ago. And I was like, hey, I was like, hey, Dad, uh, uh, do you know what this is? And he's like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, this is Archie. And he's like, what? No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> that show is, is so ridiculous, but I have like so zero bad. complaints about it. Like, it's so bad. It's ridiculously bad. It's yeah. so, but it's like I got again a guilty pleasure of mine. Right. I love Riverdale, but just because I love Archie and it's yeah. so not Archie, it's it's yeah. great. It's so great. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so uh, okay, Archie's your pick. Um. Yeah. Or at least your weakest pick. Yeah, it's probably my weakest one. I enjoyed it, but I don't think a lot of other people would enjoy it. And it's yeah. not, I would I would not recommend it too much. It's, it's not that great. Yeah, written, so that's fair. Um, I had a weak pick, and I'm trying to figure out uh, what it was again. It was um, oh Justice League Infinity. Oh, the issue six, seven, something like that? Uh, it was issue six. Now, six, yeah, for yeah. those of you who don't know, Justice League Infinity is a continuation comic. And as we're seeing, there's a lot more There's a lot more continuation comics coming out nowadays. We have Superman uh, 78 as well. If we're talking yeah, about Superman 78, Batman 89, Justice League Infinity. Uh, in the past, there has been, there's like, buff, I mean, there's a current Buffy comic that's out right now. But like the, Buffy the got a, like extra seasons. And of of there's Buffy like continuing seasons. Mm-hmm. Smallville had a season eleven comic that yeah. like kind of continued love, the story from there. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, uh, Justice League Infinity is a sequel comic, a continuation comic off of Justice League Unlimited, that cartoon. So it takes place in that kind of universe and that continuity. Um, it's been kind of weak. Yes, I completely agree. This, this run has been kind of weak and I thought it was going to be, I was very excited for it, but then they delved quick into the multiverse, which is fine. But honestly, I'd rather see, I don't know, new storylines that take place in their universe. Yeah. I was continuing I, these things. I was really the same thing. I was very excited for this book going into it, especially because that's how they made it seem like it's a continuation of the Just League cartoons and Just League Unlimited cartoons, which I loved. Um, but the direction they're taking is very, it just seems like it's just your average Justice League comic. And they're not really getting yeah. too much, anything too crazy out of it. Right. They have that same like heart that the, the cartoon did. And yeah. so I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm also not that, I still collect it and read it. Like it's, it's still, it's still fun to read for me, but I completely agree with you. I it let me down quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I have friends who, who don't read comics that that loved the Justice League cartoon. I would not recommend this comic to them. No, I wouldn't either. Which sucks. I know! Because, <laughs> like, Batman 89 yeah. is recommendable to, you know, people, of the fans of the movies that haven't, seen, like, read a comic in a long yeah. time. And, like, and you like, can do that. Batman Beyond comic, if you love the cartoon, right? ridiculously good, too. It adds so much right. more to the lore. This one was, yeah, I think that was just a huge letdown. Just it didn't, yeah. it didn't add anything really of substance to it, and it didn't feel like it. It felt so disconnected to it. It's really yeah. terrible. Yeah. Um. What? Uh. Uh. What else? What else did you read? Because again, a lot of those big titles came out this week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not too much as far as quantity, but quality. I felt. Like, no, there was, it was a, a really good quality. read. It was a really good read. Yeah. 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 I mean, we can talk about Marvel. You you read Inf- In- 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 Inferno. I want to talk about Inferno. Ooh, yeah. Inferno. 
the reason why Inferno was not my pick of the week, but I did love it, is there is a um, there's a moment where it dips down, and I struggled to get through like a couple of pages, and I can't remember what those pages were. Okay. Uh, so again, for for people out there who don't know, Inferno is a big X Men event that is like turning things on its head, and like things are getting like politically intriguing, and and things are. Like just like it, like just like the title would suggest, things are heating up, right? Um, <laughs> Good call. Yeah. yeah, and so we're dealing with this fallout of like Moira McTaggart and and Destiny coming back. We're finally getting to this, which I'm excited yeah, about. Yeah, Emma Frost and, and, and whatnot. And I'm trying to think of what what uh, the storylines in this issue. Uh, do you remember for, for like, this the particular things that we've learned? Yeah, yeah. I mean. From the end of issue two, which was a big thing, I, the end of issue two with uh, um, Colossus joining the the Quiet Council, which right. was a big like didn't see that coming move, um, and right. then Destiny also joining as well and um, bringing her back because that was the whole point is that you can't bring Destiny back; she'll see all the holes and what's going on. And yeah. uh, and Moira and McTaggart and Xavier and Magneto's like big plan for the mutants. Yeah, and but Mystique was like, "Screw you! I'm going to do it," um, and right. she did, and right. so. Uh, this particular issue is seeing the fallout of that big reveal and the big mix-up of the Quiet Council. Um, Emma Frost being, you know, not letting, being let in uh, to Magneto and Charles' actual plan, even though they said she was going to be a big part of it. Right. That huge, and learning that all of it was, all this was made by McTaggart's power, which is a ridiculously OP power, because, which really, I think, really shows that very well in this comic how powerful she actually is because they're like oh can't we just get rid of make Taggart? no if you kill her all this disappears and she just the starts timeline over. resets yep which she is interesting over. no one That's, else does yeah it's it's weird though because in the marvel multiverse we have alternate timelines we have all that stuff mm-hmm. but are we saying that literally it all starts from her not the multiverse but at least the alternate timelines of that timeline Correct. Yes, she like that's her power. That's her power. Right. She controls all that. There are multiple timelines. They're all different futures and things, things like that. But hers is the main one. Whatever she's in is the main one at the time. Right. And so that timeline doesn't continue to exist after she's dead. Correct. It's done. Yep. Well, as far as we know, right? I mean, like, sure. Yes, of course. They can always add to it, or something happens. Of course. That's you're 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 absolutely correct. As far as we know, when she dies. She starts back over as uh, a baby, uh, a baby, and in the past, in the past, yeah. She goes back to yeah. her original, her original birth. She's born. She has all her memories from all her old, old pasts. And the only time to really stop all this is to kill her before her mutant ability ignites when she's thirteen. Right. That's that's the only way to stop. But her. nobody can do it unless you. Oh shit! Travel to the past. You have to have the knowledge and travel to the past and kill her before puberty. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why she has to protect her power because the moment someone goes back and does that, but if she gets killed in right. the present, that right. all races. No one will remember again. The only person that will remember is her. Right. So what ends up happening, and it's very similar to Rip Hunter in the DC universe, is like Rip Hunter does not tell anyone his name because yeah. they will go back and they will kill him in the crib, right? Because yeah. there yeah. are time travelers, right? So a time traveler's uh, uh, biggest weapon is their own like anonymity, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, that's interesting. 
uh, I remember I remember what part of this comic lost me. Yeah, yeah. What? what? It's the uh, Karima Shandapar uh, Omega Sentinel uh, talk where oh, she's yeah. talking with Nimrod and she's saying how she's from that timeline but has traveled back. So now we're getting a split in this life of Moira because it's life 10. Of yeah, Moira. This is her, yeah, her most, most recent life, yes. Her 10th life. And mm-hmm. so we're now dealing with a fractured timeline of that life even. I mean, because, yeah, everything, the future exists past Moira still, of course. But the moment she dies, that's when that timeline stops. So yes. the whole future gets erased the moment she, right. she dies. So at the moment, you can travel in the future for her life. Right. You can time travel. Only as far as she's alive. That exists. Um yeah. But the moment, you know, she, she dies, it's gone. Right. So any alternate future that we see in Marvel, we assume that Moira is alive somewhere in that universe. Sure, yeah. Because we wouldn't be able to see any alternate. Like, for... Does, does it, yeah, does it, uh, does that does that stop when she dies naturally? Because I, I was assume when she died older, it just doesn't do anymore. But I guess, yeah, I guess... Uh, I don't know how it, it would still, reset. It would still work, right? Continuity is kind of weird right now. For example, we've seen King Thor, right? Yeah. Like, we've seen Thor after the death of Earth, right? Like, we've seen, like, in the Thor titles. And so are we to say that if that happens, then Moira is somewhere in that universe still existing? I don't know. Yeah, I never thought about that. I always assumed that if you if she died of old age naturally, like it just it would just continue on. That if she died before her time, no, it's when she dies. Any like it's, she's it's died. Anytime. I think she's died she, of she's, old age in her previous lives. At, she, at least one. In which in, I, yeah, I don't, the first. I think the first one she dies of old age because she doesn't even know she has powers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The first one, she would never know she she had powers. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I think. Right, so I then, think yeah. that's something. Then yeah, so. then she would do well. We've seen it, yes, uh, in the future, but I, I, they I don't know exist. how. I, I don't know how this. I think yeah, it exists thing, while she exists. With Marvel. The future and past exist while she exists. So yes. I don't think she necessarily needs to be in oh. the future. Okay. As long as she Just exists, as a timeline. Time, yeah, she, she exists. Just the timeline maps. exists, right? Ah! The moment she dies, though, it gets re- redone, <laughs> and so okay. it starts back over. And so, it, and it, it changes depending on what she wants because she remembers everything that she yeah. experienced and she yeah. learned throughout. All, um, all I know is, is crazy. Marvel had to have, I mean, they okayed Jonathan Hickman to yeah. do this thing. So, Marvel has to be like either this doesn't affect every other Marvel title out there or it does, but it's not, it's, 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 it doesn't need to affect it. You know what yeah, I mean? No one notices. No one. Yeah, it it's doesn't really not. Make... It's not that big of a deal. So mm-hmm. whatever Hickman has planned, I know he's moving away from it, but his yeah. ideas are going forward. Yes, uh, that, that, that was a big thing people were worried about because yeah, he has planned out for a whole nother arc, but yeah, he won't be writing it. Um, but he, right. the writers coming on are using his his template to, to move forward right. with, with what's going on. Right. But, he he said he always knew Act One and Act Three, and that Act Two can go on for however long you want it to go. Yeah, um, yeah. but this this particular issue, yeah, we're dealing with the fallout of the the reformation of a new kind of Quiet Council. Um, right. Uh, Emma Frost is kind of figuring out her place on what she's doing. Like she, right? You're seeing where she's like, kind of like being forced to be her own outcast. You're like, well, yeah. I can't trust anyone else now. I'm my own team. Kind of, kind, kind right. of thing. Because 
uh, was it Destiny and Mystique are trying to find. It's very political, which I love. I love this, yeah. this kind of thing where like everyone's trying to trying to work with uh, trying to work each other without trying to work each other. And right. Mystique and Destiny in this issue are 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 trying to find out like who's actually on their side. Like right. what's what's going to happen? And right. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And, they, and then they learn the truth and, and make Taggart as well. Um, Emma Frost shows them what's, what's, what's going Which on. Which I thought was the craziest move. It, it's 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 messing everything up. Things are falling apart. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Em, Magneto and Xavier brought Emma Frost into their fold too late. It was like too little too Holy. late. And she, they knew it was dangerous. That's right. They, 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 and, they, and they said But that, it's but also dangerous because they didn't trust her. Because yeah. Emma Frost has been trying for years to be an ally, to be trust like trustworthy, and people still don't trust her. And I get that she feels betrayed. She also and wants to be in charge. Maybe not the I, person, I think, but she wants yeah, a position she, of power of some sort. I think she wants to be respected, and I feel exactly. like she feels disrespected. Correct. And yeah, they keep it keeps getting lied to, and that's that's the big thing. Like she keeps become, she keeps getting lied to and keeps getting manipulated. Xavier and Magneto and McTwiger to a to a point manipulated Emma Frost into doing. Why again? She's so angry, and I would uh, be too. I would be too. I would. I would, I would be what they needed her to do, and that's especially because they she at the beginning of it during the House of X series in Hearts of Ten. She was saying, she's like, I don't want any. See, like, if you if you want me, then tell me what's going on. And they right. they they did kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, right. I I think Xavier or uh, Emma Frost is is used to being respected by in a weird way Cyclops and that level of of power, mm. like political power. Like she's earned her respect with Kitty Pride. She's yeah. earned her respect as far as like the Quiet Council is concerned. She's earned her respect. But she's realized, she's uh, she's realized that like the true power is Xavier and Magneto and no one else, and she's not a part of that. Which is exactly the sucks. opposite of what they were initially telling everyone that they were doing. Which is a right. big, which is the big thing again, lied and manipulated to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it happens right. all through Emma Frost's history, right? She also does that. But that's just learned behavior that's happened to her the entire time. She's like, this is obviously how you get ahead. And so she right. keeps continuing to do that, and people keep continuing to do it to her. And right. it's just all screwed up. Right. Uh, the part that lost me was that, like, uh, like, Omega Sentinel went back in time, and I was not interested in her trying to almost, like, soup, like, they complicated that. There has yeah, to be I some agree. payoff as far as that is concerned. That but, is- like, I don't know. Yeah, that's that- a huge complication, like that that whole thing, because the whole part in um, Powers of Ten, where it takes place in the future, and the whole things with like mutants getting ridiculously po- overpowered and yeah. stuff like that, and like where this is actually going uh, with the whole future thing and how it ties into everything, really even hasn't been the breadcrumbs haven't even been laid down yet. We're just introduced to these characters and just. Like they're from the future. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Right. I guess you know. And so we're still all waiting on how this actually connects to the bigger, broader story of where the mutants are going to end up. That means there's two Omega Sentinels out there at the moment. The yeah. one that we've seen is is the future one that's come to the past. But there is a Karima up uh, out there that she, uh, if you kill her, then the other one will disappear. Classic time travel. And whether whether she's good or bad right now, I don't know. 
I don't know either. Yeah, because that's 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 my point. We don't know whether it's going to be a force of good trying to help the mutants or trying to stop the mutants from doing something ridiculous, which sometimes yeah. happens. Yeah. Right. So I think that's it's super interesting. Oh, what's also super interesting is Xavier dropping off Doug uh, Ramsey uh, yeah. cipher onto the island being like, hey, I'll give you how, how long could you do this? Here are my plans. And he's like, uh, I don't know, like a year. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a year. No, so, that, that's a really cool storyline, too. That I don't think more. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. Yeah. That the yeah. whole thing with, with Doug and Warlock and Krakoa, like yeah. those three together, like working with each other. And then Doug just like being like, hey, you know, I want to trust Xavier. His words are good. What his message is good. But from past experience, I can't. Right. So, so I love Doug's his been whole, listening. Yeah, the whole like, time he know he knows what's going on because was it was a uh, Magneto and Xavier wanted um, a room that can't be you know you can't listen through any Krakoan technology and he yeah. did that but he didn't let them know that there's Warlock technology in there that he can see, he can he can right. through so he's so Doug's known about man. Mora this whole time the whole time. He's yeah. known exactly what's going on the entire time. And but the thing is, Xavier and Magneto do not know that. Yeah. So I wonder and how that's gonna play. Knows. Yeah, no nobody one else, else knows. Well, it's only those three. It's only uh Doug, Doug Warlock, Warlock, and Krakoa. Cre- those are the only yeah. three that know. And they, they have like this bond within each other, which is great. I love I love that tree. Like he's so underrated. Like yeah. Doug and Warlock and now Krakoa, like that team now is just so underrated. He is so powerful. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um I think what, because Krakoa used to be an enemy that yeah. was feasting off mutants, right? Exactly. But now Doug Doug essentially had to create a trust and a bond with Krakoa first. Then, because of Warlock's relationship to Doug, Warlock volunteered to be fed off of mm-hmm. for Krakoa. And when they finally kind of, like, reach a status quo with the three of them, then they can kind of build things and then passively feed off millions of mutants now. So, so that's their thing that it doesn't harm anyone, but Krakoa is passively feeding off the population. Correct. And that's all thanks to Doug and Warlock's tied to each and together and what Warlock is. And I think this is really, really cool idea. And it's going to have huge implications going forward. Like I'm very curious on how this is going to impact everybody. Yeah. Um because essentially Doug is like has the biggest influence on the land that they live on. Like yeah. and the technology that they use and the yeah. way that they're brought back to life, like is a is very tied to the island itself. And so like he's so influential. Like I'm very oh, I'm super excited to see where, where, where they go with it. Uh-oh. If somebody kills I'm I'm just thinking of like somebody kills Doug, what happens? before he's resurrected. I'm sure he would get resurrected right away, but yeah, if they killed Doug, to the front, yeah. they would have to kill Doug and then hide that he was killed. Yeah, they would have to. They, 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 they would have to. And how would that affect, that would have to affect the bond between him and Warlock because him and Warlock have a very like, also physical bond to each yeah. other. Like how would that affect his like new body and things? Because like, yeah. it's completely different, it's a completely different thing. So that would be a really, really kind of crazy thing too. And so he's very much needing to be protected for sure. Right. There's, I mean, all these key players that were like, oh, they should either not come back to life or they should not die are doing that. So yeah, yeah. Destiny is back. And by the way, Destiny is looking really good. 
Yeah. Uh, because uh, she's younger now, right? Yeah. Is she younger? Yes. So we haven't and seen like, her in a while. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is going to be very interesting. Young Destiny is 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 interesting. Um, but then also Moira gets kidnapped and gets her arm chopped off. I know. This is so hardcore. Yeah, she gets her arm chopped off because that's where the tracker was apparently, and which leads oh. Magneto and Xavier into to her arm. To her arm, and yeah. exactly where they don't where, was was the trap by Mystique because yeah. it sends all the the Nimrod people, um, uh, Orcus Orcus people. They're not the all Nimrods, people. right? No, but he's yeah, he's no, they're not Nimrods. Sorry, but his whatever yeah. they're they're doing with them. But yes, right, right, right. Oh. Uh, so Mora's been kidnapped, and that's because Mystique and Destiny told Orcus, right? Mm-hmm. But Emma didn't. But Emma no, no. knew that by showing them that something's gonna happen. Like, let's see things burn but i mean that's kind of the thing right yeah but yeah but emma was warning them that you can't kill her like you you can't kill mctaggart or all this goes to goes to crap kill her before right destiny and misty did past life they made pyro burn her alive right like yeah so it's not t- entirely on, un- un- you know, they, now they, if they kill it, they hold the whole, like, we can end all this right now. You know, now they have the power, you know, like, like, you know, right. so it's, it's oh, no, it's but they crazy. won't, they won't kill her because until you can send a message to the all to the new refresh timeline, like they would lose all their memories. Like, because they yeah, get restarted. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. They don't seem to have a problem with that. One of their past, one of her past lives, that's exactly what happened. They right. have the capability of doing that. Like, they to go to that edge and to be like, and see it and be like, no, I don't think they want to do that, though. I don't, I'm not saying they only want if it gets to, really bad. If they, it gets really have bad, the then that's their to out. Do it. Yeah, yeah, they have the ability to do it. We've seen it happen before. They right. have the ability to do it. Do they want to? Probably not. But no. if they're pushed, they can go up to the line. Mystique, Mystique is totally fine going over that line. Mystique was not there when Destiny killed, right? Or was she? She was there. She was there. Yeah. Oh, she was Mystique there. Was she was in the was... chair. Mystique was like walking behind her. Mystique was mm. was the one who told Pyro to burn her alive, make it slow. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, either way, Krakoa is it's a crazy, crazy read. It's, it's a getting crazy interesting. Read. Uh, Hellions, the new Hellions comic came out, and I didn't get to read it. Did you get to read it? I didn't read it. I picked it up. It's in my pile, but I haven't read it yet. Uh, I love Hellions, but like it's Hellions number 18, and supposedly Madeline Pryor is back. And yeah, yeah. that's all I know. That's all I know. And uh, it's a fun, it's a fun read. It's just because it's all the misfits and the angry yeah. people <laughs> were try- having having to work together. It's really, really, really cool. Right. And they've really made up. They've uh they've made up uh uh uh, basically, uh, Grey Crow. They've made him into an actual good character. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, if you try and with any of these characters, if you try to make right. you know really push, uh, um, make them well developed, I think yeah. it's really really cool. That that's like that ties in with my belief that like there's no bad characters. Any character no. could be made cool. Even dorky villains like Kite Man have a place. Like you I just have to have a good writer. I completely agree. I mean, he was a really it was a really fun character in uh 
in team Tom King's runs, Kai Man specifically, yeah. and then also in the Harley Quinn animated series, he's actually a really yeah. fun character. Like, and has actually as as silly and stupid as he may, he may appear, he's actually quite a deep character as well. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, you just need to put a good writer, good artist on any anything, and it'll be pretty nice. Be worth right. reading. Be worth reading. That's why when people say who is my favorite character, like I do have my favorite characters, but if somebody says who's my least favorite character, I don't know who my least favorite character is. Yeah, because there's so much potential in all of them. Right, because uh, I would say like Punisher. Yeah, but I, I, I Punisher. good choice. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. But mostly agree. because of who he stands for in fandom. Yeah, because like, I think his a lot fans. Of, yeah, I think a lot of people take the Punisher in a wrong way. It's supposed to yeah. be like what not to do, you know? Like, right. and people are like, "Yeah, go Punisher." Like, no, Punisher's not someone to celebrate. Um, right. It's it's psychotic wish fulfillment. It's not just yeah. wish fulfillment. It's yeah. like, oh, are you a psycho? Then obviously good. that's what you. I've, I I don't. I think I just made a video about this the other day because a customer asked me at my work, like, oh, what's the newest Punisher series out right now? I was like, oh, we haven't had one for a while. And I was very happy about that, actually. I was like, I think we need a collective break from the Punisher at the moment. Right. You know, like, it's kind of hard to tell his story without being, um, uh, I don't know, just a story focused on him for a while. It just seems wrong yeah. nowadays, in my, my opinion. So in, in these last couple of years, uh, I think give Punisher a rest. Give yeah. him a break right now. He can yeah. show up in someone else's book every once in a while. But like, Having his own series focused on him, I don't think it's that great of an idea. Right, right. Uh, something that always was uh, is like I mentioned it on a past episode. If Punisher kills when he kills drug dealers, like I drug dealers that that are just dealing drugs, just dealing drugs, do they deserve to die? No. Yeah. Because he's so he's so black and white. The Punisher, there's no gray area for him at all. Right. Um, right. I made the I made the comparison about how like they, they both stick very well to their 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 mission, both Punisher and Batman. However, where Batman is humanized by his family and his interaction and his relationships, Punisher right. refuses to have any relationships. And right. if, even if you think he does, he ends up breaking them for his mission. He doesn't right. care. It's fine. No, like, yeah. One of the one of the this, I was reading, I read this Punisher story a long time ago and I was like, oh my God, they're, they're making him better. You know, like, and he was, he fell in love with this Bob Moss's wife, uh, uh, daughter. And you know, she was like, let's run away together. And actually at the end of the story, it turns out she was just, he was just using her to get to the mob boss to kill the mob boss, you know, like, and then this, the other, other, the Rick Remender series, when he has his beard, like he has a, like another team, a girl Punisher kind of aspect. Yeah. She, she admires him and they, they work together and they team up. And I thought, oh, cool. Maybe they'll bring some hum- humanity to him. Nope. She, he ends up, you know, going against her too. Like that's, but that's yeah. just, that's his mission. And you need that gray area to be like a decent human being, you know, like yeah. right now he's just killing her. And that's the one thing I liked about the ultimate universe Punisher is that he knew at the end that he would punish himself. He'd kill himself. At the end. Like, he's like, oh. I would be the last person because I need to be punished at the end. Like all this killing, no one can, you can't do that. And that's what I liked right. about that version. At least it was aware yeah. of what it was doing. Like at right. the end of the day, I will also need to be, I can't yeah. live. Someone like me can't exist. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize that it's been a long time since we've gotten a Punisher series. Uh, War of the Realms is the last I'm one, fine. I thought. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the kill crew. And yeah, I'm totally fine. I, I didn't even think about it. And the customer's like, oh, what is it? I'm like, oh, I'm actually quite fine not having a Punisher series right now. Yeah. I, I do think, though, that uh, Punisher kill crew or whatever that was when he was hunting ice giants. Yeah. I didn't mind that. No, no. because I think I, that is a different, a fresher take than him in our real world. It's too real. 
But again, that's kind of pushing off, making it more like socially acceptable because he was still killing things. He was still murdering things, like living beings, you know, like he was still going around doing that. And so it's like it's like any video game when you like, oh, I'm just killing aliens or I'm just killing robots. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's, he's still he's still being Punisher. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, But I would say in my own head, I do think it's more acceptable that he kills giants than he kills uh, uh, human beings. I agree with Uh, that. But even in the Skull Kill Crew, remember the Skull Kill Crew? Uh, Scroll, Scroll Kill Crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, Basically, they were killing bad scrolls, but they also killed what's it like uh, uh, a. one of the heroes, they were like, oh, he's a hero in disguise, and they killed him. He was one of the initiatives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember. I forget his, his name, but yeah. Crusader or something like that. And, like, he was a good scroll, and he dies. And it kind of shows you that, like, yeah, they're killing all scrolls, but all not all scrolls are bad. And exactly, there are exactly, going to be yeah. innocent ones that die in the process. Punisher does not kill enough innocents. Because I feel like not not that they deserve it, but that they don't deserve it, and have to deal with the ramifications. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, for the Ultimate Universe out here, the, that was the biggest. That was the probably the best incarnation of Punisher. I think was from the Ultimate Universe is because he shot and kills the Ultimate Peter Parker, and uh, and he's like, no, no, I, you know, he's like, someone punished me. Someone punished me right now. He goes in the middle of the cops. He gets it on his knees. He's like, someone yeah. kill me. I hurt someone that should not have been killed. You know, this yeah. this is not good because Peter Parker was jumping in the way of Captain Captain America. Yeah. Ultimate Punisher was trying to kill Ultimate Captain America. And he's yeah. like, and he just totally falls apart from there. He's like, I I yeah. what did I what did I just do? What did I just what just happened? Because he took an innocent life. Right. In his mind, an innocent life. Right. Right. Uh I I it's been a long time since I've read Ultimate stuff for a good reason. But for good reasons, of course. That was those were good storylines. Those were totally Yeah. Yeah, there was a part where Ultimates was coming back up again, and I was like, "Yes!" But <laughs> Ultimatum ruined everything forever. Well, that should have been that should have been the actual end of the Ultimate Universe. That's when it should have. Stopped. What Ultimatum? Ultimatum, yes, because it stopped all the main books. That was the end of all the main books. Um, yeah, they all were going towards this one big end. So many heroes died in yeah. so many terrible ways. And that yeah. just kind of should have been the end of the Ultimate Universe at that that point. But, but it was a money-making thing. It no, was exactly. Money. It made a lot of money. And so yeah. it's like, let's continue on. And they yeah. had no real, they got all new creative teams that had no real direction. They didn't know where to go. And so. Yeah. 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 Um, did you like, uh, did you like uh, Devil's Reign, by the way? Did you read it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. We talked about Devil's Reign. Let, yeah. Let's, let's talk about Devil's yeah. Reign number one. Uh sure. A continuation off of Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run, but now it's a miniseries to kind of close everything or to start a new status quo. I'm not kind of quite sure. Something new, yeah, because there's also going to be a new um, Electra Daredevil miniseries coming out as well. Okay, um, which I'm excited about. I like that's the huge thing about Zdarsky's run, which I love. Yeah. Um, yes, I like this. This is a really cool continuation of the Daredevil story. I'm just having trouble seeing exactly where the need for all the other powerhouse superheroes are for this story. Like it's yeah. just, it's just, it's just Fisk, you know, like if this was a cool, like daredevil miniseries, like I get that they're all in New York. They're all like new, all the New York heroes are together and that's cool. But like so far, the only thing, big problem here is that Fisk is trying to set a new New York law. That affects yeah. <laughs> like it's a specific New York law, right? A yeah, New York it's very, and they, law. They, 
they mention it. it's very similar to like Civil War and the Registration Act. Tony, Stark it is very that. similar. Yep, uh, Tony mentions that, um, and then you can't do that, and and they have this other own like police force that's going to have the thunder, like, like thunderbolts. The thunderbolts, yeah. Um, but like like I said, I'm having a little hard time seeing where the powerhouses come in, like the Fantastic Four. Iron Man. I know he's running for mayor. Cool. Yeah. Like, and uh, the story is good. I'm very excited to see where, where where they go. And I'm just hoping they focus a lot more on Daredevil and his interaction with with Daredevil, both Daredevils, and uh, where their interaction with, with with Fisk, because with with both Spider Man and Captain America and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, like these are big powerhouses, and like just taking on the like the uh, Fisk, like. Where's the real challenge here? You know, like, I, I don't Yeah, I'm not I, I think their whole point is they can't attack Fisk. He's a yes. political uh, 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 person now, exactly. right? Yeah. Like, he, he's in the public eye. They can't just, like, punch well, that's, him. That's why, well, that's what exactly what Tony Stark was saying. He's like, well, we got to hurt him where it hurts, and I'll just, I'll just be mayor now, <laughs> you know? Uh, I have the funds no, to do No, I don't want Tony to be mayor. I what? know. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm legitimately confused on where this book is going. I'm excited yeah. for it. I want to continue yeah. reading it. I think, first off, the art is beautiful. Um, yeah. I love Sadarsky's uh, Daredevil run. And yeah. uh, uh, leading into it, this is a really good flow from that series into this when it connects seamlessly. So right. if you've been reading that, you're going to love this. Um, I'm just waiting to see on where the need for all the powerhouse heroes are uh, right. in regards to that. So we'll see. It is very reminiscent of civil war exactly. uh, to it's a point where I'm like, like do we need scale. it again? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's nice to see, I, I always love to see captain America fight against fascism. Like, of course, of course. You know, I love it too. He's, yeah. uh, I thought miles's mask was going to get taken off, but then captain America saves him. you know, right Side then and there. Do, do you like miles Morales's new uh, costume? No. No. Why? Why not? I love his new costume. I think it's. Good. I don't like the the, don't, the like the high turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it, and I, I, yeah, I'm not a, not a big fan of that. And uh, somebody else made a new, um, either designed a new one that I can't tell whether it's actual promotional art for in or for into the spider or enter the spider. What what's the new one called? A- across the spider verse. Across the Spider Verse, um, is it the black one with the like the spray painted symbol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think chest? somebody either designed a new one for it. I can't tell whether it's official or not. But okay. it looks cool because it looks like a full like Colleen Wings tracksuit. Sure, like sure. the full onesie kind of tracksuit, and it has like the sneakers in it, and it has like a red stripe down the side, and it's all black. It was way better design, whether it's real or whether it's not. A way better design. Than the current Scarlet uh, Scarlet Spider, <laughs> not the Scarlet Spider, but it that's my problem. Miles Morales' new thing looks more like Scarlet Spider than it does Miles, and so sure. this design that I saw is a little bit better, and sure, sure. I think it's you know pretty cool, you know. But yeah, no, yeah, I I have no problem with it, but um, I see your point. I definitely see. I, I see your point. Which part? Um, Which point? The, your point about that it doesn't seem so Miles. Yeah, know? like I like it. Definitely. But yes, I can see, I can, I can concede to that, that it, it doesn't give off very Miles Morales vibes. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I think both Miles and Spider-Man should, them specifically should have form fitting costumes with no added stuff, baggage. Like is the sneakers. Okay. Sneakers are cool. I sneakers. like the sneakers. Okay. I like Colleen the sneakers, Wing has cool. sneakers built into hers also. 
Yeah, I, I like, think the sneakers are cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I'm more of a fan of built-in sneakers than it is than um, uh, external sneakers that you sure. put on. But uh, uh, whatever, whatever. But the point being is, sure. save the baggy Spider-Man outfits for like Colleen Wing or not Colleen Wing. Sorry, for Scarlet Spider. I keep saying Colleen Wing because I was talking about her earlier. Uh, but like Spidey, uh, Peter, and Miles. Eh, they don't need that extra stuff. Sure, sure. You know, work the designs on the on the the lines and the like the colors. Sure, like, change the, it up that way. Sure. Yeah, because they'll be jumping around all the time. They can be grabbed or cut, catch on something. Yeah, not practical. It's not practical. Yeah, yeah. Also, the more the more layers you put between his skin and the ground or the walls or whatever, like, does it work still? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I always, whenever I try to guess on Spider-Man powers, someone always comes back. Be like, Actually, this is, it can go through any kind of material. <laughs> okay, all right, well. But does that always, mean he could, but it's fine. he could hold a stick and stick anything to the end of that stick? Right? I know, yeah, <laughs> right? Like, is that how his powers work? Yeah, I, it shouldn't, but I'm sure you can right. make that argument. <laughs> right. Can he touch a wall and move a painting on the other side of the wall? No, but... He shouldn't, sure, right. He shouldn't be able to, but I can see where people can make that argument, yes. Right. So, yeah. what yeah. we need to know. These are the questions. These are the real questions. Answer. Yeah. Come on, Marvel. I need Come to on. know what is going on. And right. <laughs> can you yeah, imagine no, that I mean, party I mean, trick? I about that, too. I was just like... He's sticking to the wall with his butt. Like, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. You can just stick anything. Any part of him is just sticking. So it's fine. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, I'm interested to see where Devil's Reign kind of I am too. Uh, continues. I am too. That was my and why this needs to be a mini series and what's the effect, right? Exactly. Yeah. What's, what's the long-term ramifications of what's going to happen with this? Um, right. I'm excited to see where it goes. I think the first issue is very well written. Like I said, the art was beautiful. Um, flawless transition between daredevil and this one and so it's worth reading those are just my little criticisms that i read yeah 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 yeah. um by the way we have uh 119 people watching us on volume uh but i can't tell who they are because they haven't created an account if anyone wants to create an account it is free to create an account here on volume.com slash the keeg show uh you can create an account and then chat with us in the chat because our chat is pretty dead right now but there's 120 people watching us so they're just haven't created accounts yet so uh create an account and chat with us here uh especially if you like this sort of thing and then uh while you're at it follow us on social media um uh uh, whether it's the keeg show or whether uh it's michael mead at uh for the love of comics or the love of comics you know uh and then also albert because albert's great he's not here today he's phenomenal too um if you're watching the live stream you can see albert loves comics you can follow him on tiktok and instagram as well um what are i'm trying to think of like the other comics that came out this week um uh dark knights of steel you want to talk about Knights of steel it is yeah here we go dark knights of steel number two that talk about a comic a lot of these comics were good from beginning to end and Mm -hmm. and like like uh this one didn't have a dick Oh didn't no! Didn't have a dip in the whole the whole comic. I am in love with this book. Yeah, tell me tell me the premise of this book. Okay, sure. So so far, what we know for the first two issues, this is a Elseworld kind of story. That's like Marvel's kind of what if. This is DC's Elseworld. Like it's their own little, little thing. It's very much 
an aesthetic of like DC superheroes meets Game of Thrones on a little bit. Yeah, kind, kind, with kind Dungeons of Dungeons and Dragons, with also. Dungeons and Dragons thrown thrown yeah. as well. So there's two warring countries, two yeah. warring kingdoms. One yeah. by by Jefferson, Black uh, uh, Black Lightning, and his yeah. family. Right, those are the more kingdom magic. of storms. Correct. Yeah, the magic yeah. magic uh, users, people with an affinity towards magic and the Fae, they are over there because they were kicked out of the House of L land and kingdom because they they're they're really putting a rest a hold on magic that's not good. You can't do it. It's very tied into the Superman has a weakness against magic kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So they're in charge. It's, it's what if the, the, um, uh, not just Superman came to earth, but his parents came along with him. And during the, the, uh, middle ages kind of, kind of thing. So yeah. that's what it is. And we get this whole big thing about Batman, like the whole, like, ah, oh, okay. Batman Bruce is like the head knight, the big security guard. He protects the Royal family, which is, um, uh, Jarrell uh, and Clark and everybody like yeah. they're the royal family. They're obviously still have their powers. They're very very powerful. But he's Bruce is like the head knight. And we find yeah. out Bruce keeps going in these dangerous situations. He keeps living through them, and no one knows really how. And even he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, find out that he's actually the son, the half son of of uh, of Jarrell. And so yeah. Jarrell and Martha uh, Wayne actually got 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 together. And um, and so he finds this out, but then immediately he's killed. Immediately he's killed at the end. Jor- of the Jor-El is killed. Jor-El is killed. Thank you. Jor-El With is an arrow is- to the eye. Arrow to green the arrow. Green arrow sending an arrow of kryptonite or green energy construct from whatever that Green Lantern is, right? Yeah, because they keep mentioning that in the Green Man, which is obviously some sort of Green Lantern. We just don't, we haven't seen them yet. We haven't seen um, them. We've only seen feet. Isn't that correct. weird? We don't know who the Green Lantern is yet. There's some there's twist all- coming out. Obviously, there's, there's a Green Lantern. There. Um, yes, yeah. and we saw Oliver Queen, Green Green Arrow. Uh, he's he's like this ranger kind of kind of guy yeah. uh, in there. And so um, this issue, we um, Batman's on the on chase. He tries to get him, and uh, they, he gets captured. He cuts off his Oof. arm. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Very very reminiscent of uh, uh, Dark Dark uh, the Dark Knight Returns, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, when when Jor El dies. Batman sets off heat vision into the sky. Oh yes, yeah, so yeah confirming what Jor was saying. Yeah, right. exactly. And keep in mind that Clark does not know that they're half brothers. He no. thinks they're spiritual brothers in arms, but nobody other than Bruce now knows that he's the son of Jor-El. We don't know of whether Superman knows or not. Yeah. Um we don't know whether that's been yeah, a But thing, Alfred but- doesn't know. Alfred doesn't know because oh, was it the 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 L's and the Waynes were very close. Um yeah. so Bruce's parents and then Superman's parents were very close. So right. they all could have known what was going on um right. when doing whatever they were doing. And uh right. so but as of right now, yes. So far all we know is that Bruce knows that he's the brother. No one else knows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we see we see like uh Harley Quinn is is the court jester for the House of L. Mm-hmm. She is on the side of quote unquote good, their side at least. She's not locked up. Um, but then we also see Jefferson. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. in this issue, see, just in this issue, <laughs> word of Jorel's death has to be sent by foot, right? So word of Jorel's death gets to what we would know as Kara Zorel, but it's actually in this universe the daughter of Jorel and Lara. So Superman has a sister. Yeah. And she's Supergirl. I forget her name. Zorl. It also starts 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 with a Z though. Um, okay. 
Yeah, I forget exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not Kara. Um, no. but she's on Themyscira. Yeah, she's on Themyscira Set with Wonder Woman, who is her lover. Yeah, they're together. Yeah, she's yeah. training over there. Lois Lane comes and is like the messenger, Lois, and, they, they, yeah. they, and they 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 know each other. So she, I don't know if she's tied to to Clark at all. Um, yeah, yeah. we don't know that because it's the first time we, we've we've seen her. And uh, yeah. but they obviously know each other. She knows she knows Lois Lane knows Hippolyta, uh, Wonder Woman's mom, and they go to see mm. Diana and. Super, yeah, and she goes crazy because yeah, uh, Supergirl is very torn with grief. She flies off as yeah. soon as she was told that her father is dead, and so yeah. and the ramifications of that. Oof! Oh, oh man, that was oh. So Jefferson in this universe, he has Anissa. Obviously, he has um uh uh who is his other daughter? An- uh, Anissa and uh, it's Thunder mm-hmm. and Lightning. It's it's Correct. Anissa Pierce. It's uh uh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to look this yeah. up. But he also uh, has a son now, and he has a son in this ish, in this uh, universe. Yes, who's very who has weather powers, and he says himself, yes. he's like there hasn't been anyone in the Pierce line for a while that had wet weather powers. So, right. Um. So we're dealing with three of his kids. Each one has thunder, one has lightning, one has rainstorm or whatever. Right, mm-hmm. essentially, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he's dead now. You just, you know, that's I it. Love, I love the whole thing with, with Constantine, too. I have a feeling that he is working some sort of angle, as Constantine usually does. He's not yeah. telling everyone everything, and I right. love it. I love it. Um, but, yeah, uh, Supergirl shows up to um, uh, Black Lightning's kingdom, and in the middle right. of the night, takes his son, the the, the, kid, the heir apparent, right, the heir to the throne, and uh-huh. drops him. To the ground. Yes. It was, oh, it was crazy. Um, uh, that Constantine, is he playing both sides and something? He's the one who had a prophecy. And that's kind of what, what is, what has caused this, this schism, right? Correct. He, he was prophecy. the one that tried to talk King Pierce, Jefferson Pierce out of it too. He was like, he right. don't need to do this. <laughs> Just because yeah, I prophecies can go any other yeah, way, we don't have to yeah, do this. Yeah, and uh, but he did it, and this is what happened. Yeah. Um, so and, Jennifer and 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 Anissa, Jennifer Pierce yes. and Anissa Pierce, and uh, uh, I had to look it's that just up. it's so it's so the story's so intriguing and just keeps getting more layered and layered. The, which with every issue, given only two has been out so far, but I've been loving it. Yeah. Uh, side note: I think we need to have more kings and queens of color in fiction. The reason I say that is because Nubia over in in the Wonder Woman comics is giving me big storm vibes. Okay. And mainly the reason is is they're strong uh black women. Like uh, like like her her demeanor, how she uh, Yeah, herself? like yeah, yeah. except except she is way she's less confident than Storm is. Nubia totally. Nubia has like doubts and 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 kind of fears. Storm does not or at least that we see. Um, but on the same side, Jefferson Pierce in this comic, Dark Knights of Steel, is giving me Black Panther vibes. Sure, sure. And basically, it's not that they're the same characters. It's that we rarely see kings and queens of color in these fictional things. So, like, they're all kind of, they seem the same because we haven't gotten too many of them. 
I can you know what I mean? see your point. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. And so they're just kind of vibing the same way, even if they're not the same character. And I think that's, I mean, that's fine, but also not fine. You know? And they're they're drastically not, actually. Uh, like, yeah. uh, Jefferson Pierce, I mean, depends on how they're going to, how Tom, uh, Tom Taylor is actually going to write him. But yeah. From his from my past experience with with Black Lightning, mean, he is he's he is not he's not Black Man. He's not T'Challa, no. you know, in in no. in their in how they act and how he holds himself. Um, yeah. So like, but yes, I completely see what what and what you're saying because that I didn't initially think have that comparison, but when you say that out yeah. loud, yeah, totally, I can totally see that. Yeah. Um. Uh. And I'm again, I'm fine with it for now, but uh, I think that's a kind of thing mostly because like a lot of game of thrones stuff a lot of like dungeons and dragons swords and sorcery the genre tends to be just like white kings and white kingdoms right totally. and so uh uh we can people can say what the difference between like boromir and aragon is <laughs> but like all the people of color are the same you know yeah, like yeah it, it's weird um but i uh, think that was a I, good decision with using Jefferson Pierce, uh, by yeah, Black Lightning as, it's so as totally the different. King. I, I never yeah. would have thought it, it ties very well into the the character um, circles that they that seem to be running in because yeah, I mean, Black Lightning was a huge member of Batman and the Outsiders, even leading it for a little bit, and so yeah. like having him be there, especially attached to Batman, I feel like those two are going to have a very interesting relationship moving forward in, yeah. the, in the comics as well so i think that was a really interesting choice i think it was a really good choice i yeah. with exactly along the lines of what you were saying that there needs to be more representation and like more royalty and everything as well they're comics yeah. do it there's no yeah. reason why why you can't there's literally it was no a left field choice but it works really well i think it works extremely well yeah, yeah. I think was, and especially at the end of issue two when he like when he hits her supergirl with lightning and she's just that tickled and she flies off and it's just like, Oof. oh, the power difference between everybody yeah. is going to be insane. Like, yeah, huge struggle. But that's why they had to like, like it was Oliver Queen with a kryptonite arrow, but the arrow couldn't go far enough to be undetected. So he, it had to be guided and protected by the Green Lantern construct, right? Exactly. That's yep. kind of how it worked. And so uh, they have to get re- like to topple the house of L they got to get really creative. Yeah. But, and I'm, I'm assuming yeah. also at night had a thing too. Not that that's a big thing, but you know, the, the yeah. least amount of sunlight possible was probably the, the thinking behind that as well. So mm, um, maybe, yeah, not that that's a huge thing. And it hit him, hit him in his eye, probably one of the most weakest parts. If anything. Probably. Yeah. And, uh, but yes, all around it was, it was, they had to do everything they could Oof. try to get rid of Durrell. And but Jefferson <laughs> did the first bad thing though. Right? He, yeah. Like, um, he pulled the, he, he threw the first punch. And now really, his son is dead. He really did. Yeah. I don't think he saw that coming. Um, Constantine was trying to say, let's not do this. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it is what it is. We, we, and we, yeah. we got to do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, it just ended up terrible for him. So that's, I think, yeah. like I said, that's going to be a huge thing moving forward. I think the tie between um, the relationship in past comics of, Black Lightning and Batman is going to tie into here as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, were there any other comics uh, that you wanted to just give a quick blurb about before we, before oh, we uh, um, call, it a, call it a show? What was it? I liked the Superman Son of Kal-El annual. I thought that was okay, really, really good. Okay, I didn't read it. Yeah, I uh, thought that was really good. It's extremely okay. political, um, actually. Oh, okay, but yeah. that's, that's what Tom Taylor is doing with that, that series. Um, it focuses a lot on John saying, like, I don't understand why people who have resources don't help the world. The whole world is 
literally falling apart. And he talks to Lex. He's like, you realize that you have to be help. You have to help the world, right? Like you're so egotistical. You want to control everything, but if there's nothing yeah. here to control, what are you going to do? So you have to, in your self-interest, you have to help the world. He's like, okay, yeah, I have plans. Lex was like, I have plans. And yeah. uh, it's a really interesting book. It's very heavy handed. It is very political. Um, especially this issue is saying rich people need to do more. That's exactly yeah. what it's saying. And, right. uh, but I thought it was, it was a fun book. It was fun seeing John. It's, in that aspect. it's weird how there are advocates that say rich people should do less. I know it's, really it's that's sort of a weird thing. I don't thing understand to take. that, like, but whatever. Like, rich people right. should do less that they're not, they don't have to, I don't know. I don't and know you either. can't, how do you read comics where it's with great power comes great responsibility and then you say that everybody has a choice to be irresponsible and it's their prerogative. And that's fine. They're totally fine then. It's weird. No, I, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me at all. It really doesn't. And uh, it doesn't yeah. make sense to John Kent either. In the right. form of Tom Taylor's writing, it doesn't make sense to John Kent either. Right. Right. But that, that um, was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did read Suicide Squad number 10, but I have nothing to add other than it's been a whatever storyline yeah. and they've, in, they've uh, introduced Black Hand back in oh did it uh, in this in this in this yeah. issue yeah in this issue so uh you know i guess that's interesting if you're if you're interested in black hand um i also didn't get to read crush and lobo number seven but i have been digging crush and lobo uh yeah. i just didn't get to it and then uh i know star wars crimson rain which is kind of the new storyline that started yeah. in the star wars comics uh via marvel crimson rain has come around uh it's the fallout of war of the bounty hunters now yeah. the war's done the people yeah. who won have to reign. So here we go. Yeah. And that's Kira from the solo movie. Yep. You know? Um, so, so I haven't read that yet. Um, Marvel's voices came out. Uh, Marvel's voices, Comunidades, which is community in, in Spanish, uh, dealing with, with the Latine or Latinx community of, of characters. Um, I read most of it. And it's interesting to get kind of a peek into Hector Ayala, which is White Tiger, the original White the Tiger. Original, yeah. And they have a lot of write-ups in it. And it's really interesting, even in a educational point of view, because they have some write-ups by the authors talking about the impact of White Tiger and his backstory and, like, how he affected Kung Fu comics, because he came around then. And I didn't know that. He was introduced by George Perez, actually. Oh, really? Was he? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, um Oh, Fantastic Four life story number five was really cool and almost made me cry. But those type of storylines where people are getting ready for the for the end of the world always kind of makes totally. me really sad. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, there was uh, what else? Oh, Captain America, Iron Man. I did read that. That was OK. Right. We'll see yeah, where that, that was, goes. That was fine. <laughs> it wasn't no. too too crazy. Um, it was it was Whatever. entertaining. Yeah, it was. They were just together to team up. Cool. Yeah, nothing crazy. Uh, there was the black pat, black cat annual, Infinity Score annual. Uh, I didn't read that. Amazing Fantasy number five came out. I didn't read that. Love that um, book. If I could throw that yeah. book, that book is. I love it. It's really by itself. Uh, it's it follows three. If you no one's heard of it before, if you love fantasy stories, if you're a big D and um, person and love any kind of high fantasy, this book is great. Uh, it, it follows three different storylines, Spider-Man, Black Widow, and Captain America get thrown into a fantasy setting. Um, they're not from that world. They're from 
616, they get thrown into this fantasy setting. And I thought at first there were just three different stories, but towards this, the very last issue, towards the end, you feel like you see that they all actually come together and they all fight together. Oh. They're actually all in the same world. Uh, it's okay. really, really fun. It's really crazy. Uh, it's it's amazing. It's a really fun book. All right. All right. Uh, so, yeah, if any fantasy fans are out there, uh, Amazing Fantasy from Marvel and Dark Knights of Steel from DC. Totally, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, good, good. Um, definitely definitely worth it there um uh yeah that i mean that there's pretty much the gist of what came out this week i know that like uh the good asian number seven came out this week uh the silver coin number seven came out this week another crossover 10 came out this week silver coin i strongly suggest anyone who loves the horror genre i think silver coin is probably the best horror book out in my opinion first because it's a horror anthology um only one issue uh one storyline out of all of them have been like, okay, the rest of them have exceeded my expectations considerably. You can pick up literally any issue and it's just that one story self-contained. They don't tie together. It's a really cool horror anthology. You have different writers coming in, different creative teams. It's really, really fun, especially if you like horror comics. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I did mention my pick of the week last week, which after I read another comic that came out this that week after the show, I realized my pick of the week last week, so I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a change. Sure. Wonder Woman Historia, oh my God. The, the number one, was the best comic of last week, and I would feel remiss to not bring it up this week because I made the wrong choice last week by not reading <laughs> that first and foremost. Yeah. I cannot, I cannot put into words how great the art and the story is, and the fact that it like makes sense of the Amazon continuity and brings in Greek mythology, it's a must read for anyone who's a fan of like, just, I mean, just amazing books overall or, 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 or Wonder Woman or the Amazons or Greek mythology. I have a friend who loves Greek mythology and I think I might get this for her. I think I might buy it. It's great. And we've been waiting so long for this book too. Like it was, it was completely worth the wait. They kept pushing this book back for a while. It's ridiculously good. I completely agree with you. I'm 100% with, with you on that one. Yeah, so that should have been my pick of the week last week because um, I, I didn't read it by the time that show came out last week. So, oh, it has changed. Um, there we go. It has changed. Um, so definitely definitely go pick that up for anyone out there. Oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> thank you, Michael, so much for coming on the show and taking time out of your day to do this. I know this show has moved a little bit earlier uh, in the day, for at least for the month of December, because I have uh, shows because uh, I'm in um, Charlie Brown Christmas right now. And I got a show after this, so once I get off of here... I run to the theater. Um, uh, where can we find you, Michael, on social media? Uh, you got any plugs? You got anything coming up? Um, I am on TikTok. That's my big account. That's uh, for the love of comics. On word, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, I'm all over the place. Facebook, I guess. And uh, I do a lot of uh, recommend videos, uh, weekly review videos of new stuff coming out that I feel like need to be uh addressed and shown and you know i don't want you to miss out on um and then uh a lot of uh older recommend comics and a lot of funny videos too i do a lot of crazy stuff too but uh nothing really crazy coming up uh to plug but if you want to give me a follow it'd be great um but the person you should be following is you sir you sir i uh, thank you so much for that but you do amazing stuff so anyone who's not following you on social media uh your videos on tiktok your instagram um they're missing out you know like there's a reason i, I have you on the show yeah there's a reason i, I appreciate that show. but the way you get everyone together and be able to to 
get all these different creators to get like different creators too, which is really cool. And so far, no one's had a problem with each other, which is great. Everyone's been amazing to watch and interact with each other. Yeah. So you, you know how to pick them for sure. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, being able to bring us all together and then having your own amazing opinions as well. I love how much you read and like, it's really, really refreshing actually. So I thank thanks. you. Everyone should be following that in the key show. It's, it's ridiculously cool. Uh, thanks so much. The secret to finding guests that get along with each other is uh, doing a good amount of research as far as like, oh, are these people going to be cool? Like, are they, you know what I mean? And so it's yeah. like finding nice, accepting people. That's kind of the, 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 what the key is based off of is, you know, it's I mean, like, you, you got to adhere really, to that. You did a really good one. I forget what, what, what it was for though, but it was like so many people on. It was like, what is it? Six, seven people on. It was that one show that we did? Um, for, all to, uh, was it, what were do, we talking and, about? And, and you remember, I forget what we were talking about, to be honest with you, but it was like six or seven of us. Uh, mm. all, all, all at once, and everyone was great. Everyone was oh, it was the key back. I think it was the, the key, key back, yeah, yeah. S- like season finale. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. Everyone, yeah, had a good time. Everyone was very respectful, and everyone had so there, when people had different opinions, which is great, but everyone respected everyone's different opinions, and I think it was yeah. phenomenal. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's been fun. The key has been. I don't know whether it's too late to call it an experiment because it was an experiment. I don't know whether it's still an experiment, but we're always experimenting with new things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Michael, so much for coming on. Uh, I do want to shout out Albert Aquino. Uh, He is Albert Loves Comics on TikTok and Instagram. Go follow Albert there. Uh, He wasn't able to make this show, um, but uh, he is uh, uh, loved and respected uh, by everyone here. So thank you so much, Albert, regardless of whether you hopped in or not. Definitely go follow oh, Albert yeah, as well you can tell his his love and and uh appreciation of comics and just wants to i love that he wants to spread the word of all these amazing books so much i yeah. love that about him yeah 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 um uh for anyone out there watching us you are watching us at least for today on volume.com we do also stream on other days uh uh or or uh, on other platforms youtube facebook uh and twitch as well uh but not today today was just volume until i can i can figure out how this uh uh is going um that being said uh we do have other shows we have comic talk every thursday at least in december it'll be 4 p.m pacific time we also have the hawkeye after show which has two more episodes left uh, we're trying to get a special guest for the final episode. I'm still working on that. Um, but uh, that is, you watch Hawkeye at midnight when they drop, and uh, we go on at 1 a.m. Pacific time, and we do a little uh, uh, after show. So if you are want to be part of the late night community, everyone's more than welcome to stop by. Um, and then uh, we got a couple of ideas and things that are going to be happening for 2022 so definitely stay tuned follow us on social media at the keeg show follow us on uh uh so on instagram at the keeg show on tiktok at the keeg show you could also tweet at us we're on twitter at the keeg show uh and then listen to the podcast uh where uh we post the podcast on apple podcast google play spotify soundcloud and iHeartRadio. So we're all over the place. If you want to find the Keeg in any way, shape, or form, you will find the Keeg. Either look up the Keeg or the Keeg Show on wherever you feel like we would be, and you'll probably find us. So uh, thank you to Michael so much for coming on the show. Thank you to the audience out there uh, for uh, uh, for being a part of this grand old experiment that we call the Keeg. Uh, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And uh, this has been another episode of Comic Talk. Take care, everybody. Peace out.